I fully expected right as I finished toweling off and got at least partially decent for you to be standing there with a recorder asking me how the setup for today's podcast went and how I feel I did. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, so if you want to ask me any questions of that nature at any point, you can just stop the hockey chat and we'll go right to that sort of post setup. He's chomping at the bit interview. in his chair. I know that's what the listeners want. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a you people pleaser, if nothing less. <laughs> I know. I know Hey, this is Josh Getzoff, radio voice of the Pittsburgh Penguins, and you're listening to Fly Penguins Fly Game Day Podcast. Welcome. Welcome back. Thanks for being here, guys. You, Josh, have covered the Penguins through the tenures of Ray Shiro, Jim Rutherford, and he who shall not be named, with little (laughs) sprinklings of interims, Jason Botterill and Patrick Alvin in there at certain points. Little bit of a preview. How do you think this is going to go? Kyle Dubas is in town. Mm. He's been wooed into becoming a Penguin. I think we're all very excited. Mm -hmm. Speak for most Penguins fans when I say that, but how's this going to go if you had to predict it? I have to rewind a couple of weeks, uh, and I know I'm not the first person who has said this. If ever a human being can hit a home run at a press conference, he was the star at that press conference like I've never seen at a press conference. It was unbelievable. He was holding that room in the palm of his hand. Totally. We were all kind of looking. I looked at, I looked at Rob Rouse at one point. I said, Jesus, is this guy impressive? Like, it was like five <laughs> minutes in. It was like he, he just – he's one of those people you meet like – all right, he's smarter than me. That, that's an extraordinarily intelligent person who can talk about any subject. He's one of those people. And I, I know so many people work for the Penguins, and I've talked with them in recent weeks. They're all like, oh, my God, like we love this person. Like, I mean, everybody is blown away by him. And I will, I will tell you this. There's been much discussion about, you know, well, who's the GM going to be? He's the team president. I don't know that they're going to hire a GM. I think he is mm-hmm. the GM. Mm. I think he's the head honcho. He's running the whole show, clearly. Uh, he yeah. brought in Jason Spezza to be an assistant. I suspect he will bring in another assistant, maybe a couple. He needs, obviously, people to work with. I, I don't know that he's going to hire one. I, and I, it might not make sense. In Toronto, there was this power struggle, right, with Kyle and Brendan Shanahan, the team president. Is Kyle Dubas going to be eager to get right back into a president general manager kind of situation? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to see how it unfolds. I, I don't know for a fact it will go that way, but it would not shock me. And it's not necessarily like he would need to hire a, a very specific GM mm-hmm. uh, because he has so much experience doing that. And he's so good at scouting and his hockey knowledge is just through the roof. Mm-hmm. So he... He absolutely has the skill set to just do it. And I, from what I've seen of him and already just the limited exposure Pittsburgh has had mm-hmm. to him in, in a role within the organization, he, I trust him to mm-hmm. do yeah. it. I just, I feel like I would much rather him kind of work with guys that he trusts in that kind of assistant role then bring mm-hmm. somebody in to manage the roster and then potentially have a power struggle. Not that that is a guarantee, but you, mm-hmm. you no, know. No, but that's, yeah. that's valid to me. I, I, I feel like one of the first few parties I ever went to, I remember being like, well, 
who's getting the beer or who's get, feel like Kyle Dubas is the guy that's just got the beer handled. There's going to be, you don't just, you've been invited, just show up. He's got this under control. He's an upperclassman. I'm the freshman in the marching band. We didn't have any beer parties. And actually they did. I just did. I was a late bloomer. But, but I feel like, like, see that bus over there? Those people carrying the kegs off the bus? I hired them. It's fine. If I'd ever been to a party where there was beer in high school, (laughs) Kyle would have been the guy. And he would and he would have been nice to me about it too. Like, man, don't worry about it. Oh, when he the still time would have taken comes. everyone's keys too and like take mm-hmm. care. Yeah, he's he's such of an adult. That's how he, he doesn't come across as just thirty seven. Not that that's super young, but you know, kind of young. That's I mean, that's young for the role that he's it, oh, in. Oh, it's incredibly yeah. young, but he doesn't come across that way. No, no. And his approval rating in this town is sky high for someone who hasn't made any moves yet. I know. I was <laughs> going to say, like, if it all goes to hell with him, <laughs> yeah. these early episodes of everyone's podcasts uh, and articles, and then we're we're all pretty feeling pretty stoked and no. optimistic about it. They're going to look real funny. No, you're right. But I, I can tell you just, <laughs> but I don't are, get that feeling. People around the hockey world, when you speak with them about Kyle, it's just universal. Young people, old people, doesn't matter. And people think of him as this young analytical guy. And he is. But uh, I spoke with, uh, I'm looking at the bobblehead. I see our old friend, Jim Rutherford. Ah, so I lording over Patrick Hornquist. I, I, there. I spoke yeah. with Jim actually before the news became official, but when we, we knew they were talking. Mm. So what'd you think? Uh, what do you think about him? And I forget the exact words, but he essentially said they'd be crazy not to hire him. He yeah. said he's one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. He he thinks the world of him. So um, there's only one direction to go for the Penguins in the general manager position, let's be honest. And, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, that's uh, it's reality. Highly accurate. And he's got his work cut out for him. Make no mistake. Uh, it's it's going to be a fascinating couple of weeks coming up here. There, there's moves coming. We know it. And we right? just entered the buyout period, correct? Yes. It's until June 30th, I think. Okay. I think it's for two weeks. Where, yeah. are, you, where are you going with that, Jordan? Why I'm, just, I'm just curious. Uh, it was a milestone. No. When I'm 64, <laughs> would you still need me? Would you trade me? Sorry, Is that yeah. his birthday coming up? or Mikhail? No, Paul. Oh. Uh, that's Sir Paul I heard that on, to all of us, sorry, I Sir believe. Paul. Yeah. But I yeah. heard on Satellite Radio the other day he had a birthday coming up. But anyway. Um, well, the Penguins should yeah. give Paul, Sir Paul <laughs> McCartney, a birthday gift of buying out some contracts. I, well, I have to think Granlund gets bought out. Um, Before Jeff Carter? <laughs> he can't be bought out. He's, he's got oh, the 35 Carter's and over thing. That's, yeah. Right. Um, right. Granlund, however... Um, you could try to trade him, right? But if you trade him, you have to throw in a piece or two in that trade to get someone to take him. I don't think it's worth it. I think it's it's really better to buy him up for the next two years. You, you would save for the five million. So, oh my god, that money goes a long <laughs> way, right? Why? Why did I know? Why? Oh, Jordan's upset. I just it <laughs> blows my mind that anyone that looked at him and his play where he was when he was acquired and thought he's worth it for another two years at millions worth of dollars. I just, you know what my, you know, what my fear is mm. maybe mm. even bigger than my disdain of the size of the contract that Hextall gave him. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, I said yeah, you made a swear. I know I got that little Z shaped yeah. scar in my head from yeah. when he almost killed That's me, right. but he couldn't when I was a baby, I had <laughs> certain <laughs> properties apparently yeah. that were, just Heredi- say your Hail Marys and sprinkle some holy water and you'll be fine. Thanks. Appreciate you. <laughs> Even more so than how little I love that contract is, okay, what if the Penguins manage 
well, they either buy out Granlin's contract or they manage to make a trade. Somebody somebody takes more, at least part of his salary. Does anybody want him though? That's the Yeah, I can't I, see that. No. I but I, no, I think they buy him out. I, I really do. It's just the prudent thing to do. All of a sudden that twenty million in cap space goes up to twenty four million. Yeah. You just kind of wash your hands of the situation. I will still never forget when that trade went down, my plane had just landed in Tampa. And I was looking at my phone, thinking, Grandland? And I thought, well, surely Nashville's retaining most of that money. Like, no. Like, they gave up a second-round pick for him, too. Mm. And I heard from two people I know around the league, pretty well-known individuals who I will keep quiet until we're off the air, and then I will tell you who they were. Excellent. <laughs> but um, they both said, like, is this a joke? Like, oh what the hell's God. going on? Like, like, people were literally laughing about it around I the league. I feel so bad. Every time this comes up on the mic or For off Grandland? the mic, yeah. because I, I'm so soft. People, you know what? If you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, you're probably a little like, dare I say us, but me, where like, I, I'm a people person. I think of Mikhail Granlin as a human being. And he's a very nice man, I might add. I'm Wonderful. Sh- I believe it. Um, sh- I feel like he wouldn't be in the locker room if he weren't. Yeah. Well, then again, it was Hextall's decision that he came here. <laughs> it was like part of the like sa- final sabotage lashings. Right. Of the Balrog. Or, no, yeah. he's a lovely man, though. He really is. Hextall? No. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I have no doubt that he is a lovely person to meet as well, but I don't know that he is. Yeah. Jury's out. Uh, How many dollar bills do I have to throw in the jar here? A lot. A lot. You're yeah. up to at least three. That which said. Which is three too many. The the draft is coming up. <laughs> What's first? Awards or the First the draft, right? Then the awards? Is that the schedule? No. I believe the awards are the night or two before. Yeah. The draft is Wednesday and Thursday. Oh. Coming up next week. Oh, I'm stoked for I that. I believe actually. the awards are Tuesday. I think the schedule comes out that day too, by the way. As an oh. aside, oh, that is exciting. Wait, I don't want to glaze I don't want to glaze week. over that. You said the Penguins regular season schedule comes out. I believe so. Like the day after the draft. Don't quote it's, it's usually the day before the draft. Don't quote me. The last couple of years that's what they've done. Oh, Josh, so. this is fly penguins fly. I've unquoted. We're, the title of the podcast says that penguins can fly, so it's all good yeah. if you don't get the exact. This is a chat situation. We don't we're redact anything here. We just no. let it go. <laughs> Put it this way: the last couple of years, that day before the draft, I think, is when the schedule comes yeah. out. So, right on. yeah, that's always exciting to plan your little trips or you know mm-hmm. whatever it is. Get ready for the opener. Yeah, only a few months away. Which and nights I'm going to bartend? Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I so. just threw out my magnetic schedule from last year and it felt sacrilegious but i was like remind yourself you now live in pittsburgh mm-hmm. you will get another one at banksville beer like yeah they yeah i can set you up on magnetic schedules if you ever thank you thank you very much i'm in the future nice i'm good for them cool um <laughs> he's our magnetic guy but yeah next yeah. week i mean you got the schedule you got the awards the draft and here's the thing yeah the draft i think is the 28th and 29th of june then you get one day off one day then comes July 1st, the granddaddy of them all, free agency day. So, oh. right. <laughs> Wowza. So it's, um, yeah, it's, and people go crazy for the off season. Every sports fan now. It almost like people get more excited for, for the free agency day and the trade deadlines than they do the actual games, which is fascinating to me. But that's definitely something that has happened in the last decade. Mm. So, yes, a very exciting part of the calendar yeah. is upon us. I'm already, I've gotten mildly into hockey card collecting lately. Stop me right now, please. Oh my God. I just, 
boxed up a ton of cards that I didn't want to keep and I'm sending them to. I Matthew Kachuk's just sitting around. Yeah. I chose to put Johnny. Calgary Flames. Hmm. Yeah. Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. He's got two different chests, apparently, currently. We were talking about played with a broken sternum, which is wild. And I, on one level, I give him credit. I mean, that, listen, that, that takes some courage. On another level. The physician that let him play with a broken sternum. Shame on you. I, I got some issues really, with that. Really, though, that's it not really a broken is. arm. Yeah, that's that's a that's <laughs> like your protective. Uh, yeah, that, that's your Kevlar. You'd need like an Iron Man full suit to justify because right. one hit, mm-hmm. one big nasty hit to the chest, which is if you do it yeah. right, yeah. kind of where you're supposed to. Oh right. boy, uh, he could have been in real yeah. like that. Could have been like. Oh, I'm just thinking of one oh of those. God, oh, oh Kill Bill. Remember in Kill Bill where there's like the punch that can <laughs> yes. stop your heart? And it's Look. not like it's not like he wasn't a marked man in that series either. Oh my I God. mean he was taking runs at people and they were taking runs at him, right? So a brass yeah. set, yes. Yes. But maybe not the brightest move, honestly. Right. And and um I don't want to go into the conversation, but we also dialogued about certain players who have had injuries and chosen not to play mm-hmm. because they knew it was best for them to stay off the ice at that time. And how impressive that is. There's a courage in that too. Yeah. Yes, there oh certainly is. And maybe I should take a page out of that book. Oh, let me just say it again. <laughs> I am no good at hockey. I just love getting out there. It's so fun. Anybody out there, once again, you're thinking about it, go get some skates. Come, just hit me in the DMs. I'll take you out for stick time. You'll have a great time out there. It's, it's a very welcoming community. Okay, uh, at least if you're in my presence, it is. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Um, but back to the draft. Yes. This yes. was originally conceived of on text messages as a let's get Josh in for a pre-draft uh podcast. Josh Yoey of the Athletic at Josh Yoey underscore PGH on Twitter. I yeah, believe I've right. got it right. Yeah, you got it right. And you've got Jordan DeFiggio, your esteemed co-host at Fidge Newton on the Twitter machine. I am Jeff Taylor at penspod underscore jt and the show at penspod but josh i have had my head up any place other than in reality lately because it's just been a busy time getting set up for the summertime i i know who Connor bedard is i know who adam fantilli is that's pretty much it i've heard some other names some speculations by certain people of who the Penguins might try to grab or intrigue that might be going on by mm-hmm. certain players to slip themselves down the count to get on a certain team. But I don't want to uh, speculate any harder than, than well, this, because I don't know <laughs> Jack about the draft right now, except for Connor Bedard, pretty much. And quick sidebar, yeah, too. Yeah. The fact that they do the lottery so far in advance of the draft. Yeah. When you said his name, Ooh. in my mind, I thought he was last year's draft because right. they uh, essentially he's all but claimed. But why? And, and that's why you're bringing it up, just that it feels like a long time ago? It feels like a long time ago. And and I was like, wait a minute, Connor Bedard, didn't he get drafted already? Nope. It was just the lottery. But you made me think of something else when you said that, which is I just mentioned the supposition that certain players might be uh, you know, making moves behind mm-hmm. closed doors. The longer in advance that draft happens, the more time there is for that kind of gamesmanship, right? Anyway, that's also a total, you know, what do you call that? An aside. <laughs> yeah, but like when someone talks about something Tangent. they don't know very much about, 
that was what that was. Something cool. But Josh, uh, rambling. You're going to be going to the draft as you've sure. been discussing. So, so what are you expecting, or what are you excited for? Well, you know, first of all, we have to consider the possibility that Penguins could trade this pick. Mm-hmm. Possible. Kyle Dubas has a history of trading down in drafts. What if somebody with the 26th pick or 28th pick says, "Hey, I'll give you that for our second round pick"? There's somebody we really like. Given how barren the Penguin system is of prospects, you would think I would think he'd consider such a move, right? Yeah. Just throw, you know, I don't know what rounds or whatever. But remember, the Penguins don't have a second round pick because of said trade we mentioned earlier. Ooh. I think they only have five picks in the whole draft. I'm sure he would like to add God, to that. That was this year's draft pick. Yes. Oh, sweet Jeebus! Right. But Congratulations, remember, sir. <laughs> remember this too. Well, let's assume they buy Al Granlin, which I think is likely Pretty safe, that gives yeah. them 24 million in cap space great it's not a great free agent market it's really not sure mm-hmm. there's some players you'd like to get many of whom you have to overpay for a lot of people who i've spoken with around the league are really anticipating an enormous amount of trades both on draft night and leading into july 1st mm-hmm. um, so could kyle dubas use that 14th pick as a trade chip Maybe there's a player out there who makes a good amount of money that he really likes that he'd like to bring in. I think that's a possibility. As for the draft itself, um, we all know about Connor Bedard. He's literally unbelievable. If if you want to spend a few minutes, uh, if you're working, you've had a long day, you just need some entertainment, go on YouTube and watch a few of his highlights, you'll be like, oh, my God. Like, With the Regina Pats. Yeah, like, uh, yeah I got to see this kid play. <laughs> like he's, he's a highlight reel. He's the real deal, and I'm, and I'm going to go there. Mm-hmm. In a tank top and athletic shorts, he is muscled. Oh, he's For ripped. a young kid, Yeah, he is big. Like, he's not tall. He's only like 5'9", I think, or 5'10". But he's, yeah, he's not tall he's, at all. But he he's is. He's solid. He's yeah. solid. I mean, much like Sid's only like 5'11". That's what he's listed out. I'm not even sure yeah. he's that tall. But he's built like a tank. Yeah. Now, both, both of not these built m- like that, but. No, go ahead, sir. But he, you know, you can tell he puts the work in. He, yeah. He's, and that's what matters more I was going to say. I was going to say, uh, this is neither here nor there, and I'm sure both of these guys could veritably beat me around the block easily on their own. But like, he does not have a build of a P.O. Joseph or a Marcus Pedersen. No. And, and, and even if he's smaller than them now, which I don't think he is, for a guy who's how old? 17, 18 years old currently? Right. I Gosh, mean. Holy crap. He's. Holy crap. He's a biggin. Imagine what that's like. I cannot. So when Sid was drafted, he was 17. So he didn't turn 18 oh, until August. Oh, that's why you said holy crap. Yeah, his age. Because he's literally a... He's a baby. A he's a child. <laughs> uh, he can't even vote. Sorry, Connor. Connor, we know that you... you he can drive, Jordan. Connor, I listen. said barely. He was going to come can. on... The, he he was gonna, be horrible at it. We don't know. He Maybe he be. shouldn't be. See? He was coming on the podcast, Connor Bedard. I know it. Oh, yeah. And now you said now that he was I a baby it. child. I ruined it. That's right. He's little. I... He's not though. I'm saying how big yeah, he is. But that's just uh it's just crazy. He's strong at least. Yeah, a little he's bit strong. Way stronger um, and bigger than me. But, but yeah, he's he's listen, this whole draft I'd be lying to you if I said I was some expert on the NHL. You know, I don't we have people at the athletic and who you know, people like the Mel Kuypers of the world who study sure. these things. And I don't mean to put you on the spot. No, you've already did, and then that's what we do on this show. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I, I no, This is I, Josh's show now yeah. and he has decided that that's how we do it. I, I, on the spot. I know a little bit about this draft, and I, I know this. A Penguin scout told me the top five players in this draft yeah. last year all would have been number one overall. 
Wow. Like, it's a oh. way better draft than last year. So uh, if you're Anaheim, you're Columbus, you're not oh, crying because you oh, got I mean, two, three, four, what have you. Right. Adam Fantilli is going to go number two overall, the big center. It's uh, Anaheim. They might be really good in a couple of years, by the way. They've actually got some young talent. They sure the do, by the way. Um, no, they do. Um, so, yeah, the, I'm actually looking at it now. The most most fascinating player in the draft, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, Matt Michkov. Yeah. He's oh, a, yeah, yeah, right. He's a kid from Russia. People think he's probably going to go fourth or fifth overall. I've had people tell me just in terms of pure skill level, he and Bedard are pretty comparable, wow. believe it or not. He doesn't like to play defense at all. Like, at all. He doesn't want to be bothered with it, whereas Bedard's pretty Wait, well-rounded. Wait, he's an incredibly <laughs> almost generational talent level Russian forward who doesn't like to play defense? <laughs> I kind of like those kinds I'm of I'm going to stop you because I feel like I've heard that oh, one no, before. Oh, no, I'm not going to say it yeah. because I also, you know, worship this person as a hockey player. So moving on. But I'm okay with that. It's, um, oh, but, so am but I. who knows? He, he could go higher. He could go number three. Who knows? Um, I, I'm fascinated to see where he goes. But this is the best draft in a decade probably. So, that is exciting though, isn't so it? So if you're Dubas, it's fascinating because of the fact that this draft is so good. That 14th pick – gives you more leverage. You're going to get more for that 14th pick than you would have otherwise mm. because the draft is so good. But maybe you just want to draft a really good player, and there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that either. The Penguins could use some of that. We all know that. So it's really interesting to see what he does. Do you two think that as we go on year after year now with the YouTube culture, like, okay, I'm going to name check Tyler Van Dyke. It's the first time I've ever said his name, I think, on the podcast. He's getting to be old enough that I feel like it's cool to say this is my good friend, PVD, Pat Van Dyke, wonderful music producer, his mm-hmm. son. The whole family plays hockey. All three of his kids. Actually, he's got a fourth little baby son. Hi, hi, Nate. But <laughs> Tyler's the oldest, and he's, he's very good. Okay, He's a forward, and he can really skate. He can really play. Dominated, playing up a level. I don't know, you know how it's going to play out for you, TVD, but you know I'm in your corner. We had a great birthday party one time where his dad rented ice, and I brought him a putty bobblehead from you <laughs> oh, know, Devils and, that I'd picked up. You know, Tyler is so adept at like stringing together all these highlight videos of himself and harvesting content from like other kids that are his age and slightly older. They're watching each other. They're learning tons of stuff. Are we going to be saying, Josh, what you just said about this year's draft increasingly as time goes on when we thinking about, especially you with all the experience you have, are these drafts just going to get insaner and insaner with skill level and you know what they're projected to be i would think so um as i said a few minutes ago if you're bored at work and you want to watch youtube highlights watch connor bedard or yeah if you want to be philosophical and get into what you're talking about go watch tapes of games from the 70s or 80s or 90s and you will see the all-time greats like the marios gretzky's bobby they would have been great in any era but watch some of the other players on the ice yeah it's so different now there used to be guys who wouldn't have even been able to play in the ahl now, right, right. and the game is so different. The skill level is so high, especially with American players. The sport has become so much bigger in America. I, I watch these little kids play at Cranberry sometimes after the Penguins practice. I'm like, oh, my God, those kids are eight years old, and look at that play. What's going on here? Like my son, my youngest is nine. He's a pretty good player, and like his team in Canada. 
I was like, oh my god, like these kids are making unbelievable plays. Um, no, the game it's is incredible that your son is playing hockey in Quebec or Ontario, <laughs> wherever he's Ontario. At. Yes, yeah. Uh, so I know the difference between the two folks. I just didn't know. I'm the James Bond of sports writers. I married a Canadian woman once. It didn't work out, but that's okay. Our kids are great. I just so. think it's incredible that that that's like a cool subplot in your life. Is that your 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 son is marinating in the in the Canadian hockey life? Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. that's something you couldn't have planned for. Oh yeah, he said to me yesterday. I was up there for Father's Day weekend. He said, "You know, Canadian players are better than American players." I said, "You are you are both, you know, technically." <laughs> he's like, "I know, but Canada's still better." I'm like, "Oh my god, he's been brainwashed." But I mean, uh oh, they are. I mean, come on, let's let's not fool ourselves. Speaking of fathers, happy Father's Day to my mom, who raised me mostly by herself. Yes, and to you, Josh. Yeah, well, thank you. Happy I Father's pres- Day. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, very nice of you. Yeah, it was nice to see the boys uh, this past weekend. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I'm a dad too. I've got my little fuzzy dogder, dog, dog, my dog. Yeah, Louise. Dog. She's she's great. Louise greeted me when I yeah. got here. Yeah, uh, yeah, she as did. You yeah. as well, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh yes, she was very friendly. And possibly one of the top dad joke purveyors I've ever met is on the mic with us today, and Jordan DeFigio. Yeah. Oh yes. You, I, I knew that was coming in. I was going to be mean, pissed if you said Josh. Oh, oh, like, no. oh, oh no. The shined up trophy is yours. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love me a good dad joke. But no, you know, we were joking earlier about putting you on the spot, Josh, uh, about <laughs> so knowing go. about the, the ins know. and outs of, of this draft. But what our listeners want to know, what Jordan and I are so excited about, and I'm, I'm sure you to a large extent as well, is how it's going to impact the Penguins or how Kyle Dubas and his crew, which now includes its uh, assistant general manager, Jason Spezza, and many others, how it's going to be used as a piece of the puzzle in this offseason going forward. Obviously, there's a there's an eventuality, a roster we cannot know right now. Mm-hmm. And I want to credit Nick Berlansky of uh, Tip of the Iceberg, who did a great kind of a daily, daily, oh gosh, I almost said something else, a daily podcast that he does, like Penguins to Go, uh, was had some very interesting opinions and, and thoughts about the draft. I would recommend to listeners that they go check out. Uh, where am I going with this? I don't know. Well, you know what? Part of the problem is, Jordan, you handed me a can of Cinderland's. Um, it's gulpin. Gulpin. And, and it's really good. And I haven't been drinking much lately. And I've been sipping oh. it throughout the podcast. It's probably melting my brain a this little. It's buzzed already. Oh, apparently. Much, right? Jeez. It probably is. Yeah. I drink. Every day, so it's not a problem for me. Any other general predictions that either of you have or suggestions for Sir Dubis as to how things can and should be handled going into first, you know, first game of regular season next year? Let me kind of piggyback off of that and ask my own question. What approach is Kyle Dubis going to take? Because you can't do both. You can't, you can't go all in and try to win now while you're also preparing for the future. It, it towing Even though that, that's what he said in the press conference that he was going to try know, to do. I know. Which or at least just, shorten the gap. He, I, to quote him correctly, he said, I'm going to shorten the yeah, gap. Which you, you can do that. The inevitable yes, gap. Yes, there's mm-hmm. going to be a gap. And I honestly, I believe if anyone can do that, he can do that. But are they going to take an approach with the draft because you said they could leverage that 14th pick overall Mm -hmm. and get guys now 
Do you think that their entire approach to the draft is going to be focusing on this team right now or the guys who are in the draft? It's a great question. And that ultimately was Hextall's demise, was it not? Mm-hmm. That he tried to do both. And in his defense, it's almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Like, really. And in retrospect, he should have just been worried about trying to win right now yeah. for the sake of his job and probably for the sake of the team. Mm-hmm. Dubas at the press conference, yeah, he, he did kind of suggest that he's already looking to the future a little bit. And that's great. And he should be. But Jordan... You still have Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin or Crystal yeah. Tang on your team. You still have to try to win right now, right? Yeah. So I, I think he's going to be aggressive. I really do. And when I say aggressive, I mean for the short term. Mm. He also made it clear you know, he wants to give this group a shot to win another cup. Mm-hmm. So as a result, um, I think he will do things to help this team in the short term more than anything else. And what I'm most interested in, and I bet you are too, what does Kyle Dubas do with the goaltending situation? Like, it all starts mm-hmm. there, does it not? Like, yep. I don't care how good you are, and obviously the Penguins have holes everywhere. Yeah. They need to figure out very quickly, okay, are we going to figure out a way to keep Jari for a couple more years? Is he the guy? My sense is no. Yeah. I don't think he'll be back. You still need a goalie. Casey Smith obviously isn't the guy. Yeah. Um, that's all they have. So there's a lot going to happen in the next couple of weeks. But Ooh, who yeah. the Penguins goalie is... Man, that, that's, that's a question at the very top of the list, and nobody knows. There, there's no answer. It's not really a great market mm-hmm. for goalies. There's a couple of guys, but um, maybe we see a trade. Who knows? Mm. And I think that that, regardless what happens, the goaltending situation is going to look vastly different whenever the Penguins start this season. I could be mm. very wrong, but I just I have a feeling that it, there's going to be kind of a makeover at that position for the yeah. Penguins because it's needed. It, regardless, Tr- Tristan Jari has proven that he's a very talented goaltender, mm-hmm. but he can't stay healthy, and he also can't stay off the ice when he's not healthy. <laughs> so he yeah. <laughs> he's just wow, that was well said. Not the guy because he he can't stay off the ice, and we just talked about that earlier. A player yeah. who knows their and I remember feeling silly when I questioned that Jordan. Like, when I questioned his return to the ice when it happened... Hmm. It felt too soon. Well, it did feel too soon to me. And and yet I felt like, oh, well, I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. at that level. Why should I be saying this? Nine times out of ten, when you feel something in your gut like that and you follow a team this closely, I mean, we you're not always right, but you, it's usually a fairly warranted mm-hmm. statement. Like, mm. is it? Because we don't know. They're, they're keeping the specific nature of the injury as they should, nine, 99% of the time. Unless it's something incredibly obvious, like, oh, your sternum's caved in. Oh, God. <laughs> Poor Matthew Kachuk. Oh. In which case, obviously, you play. Exactly. Um, Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you from watching <laughs> practices, like February, March, later in the season last year, yeah. he didn't look right. Like You could tell he was laboring. He was having, when he would go down to make a save, it took him free, looked like an old man trying to get up. And, and that yeah. makes me question right. a, a very specific part of an athlete's intention. Mm. Everybody talks about how there's no I in hockey, right? Well, there's an I in paycheck. Yeah. If, but if, yeah, but you're gonna, you're still getting paid. I mean, I don't know what the rate is if you're sitting on the bench. They're still, they're still carrying Tristan. No, what I mean though is when you're coming to the end of your contract, you're, you're, yeah. 
I think players, regardless, they want to win, but they're always very mindful of the fact yeah. that they want to, they're playing also for that next big contract. Oof, that is a and very real, I agree with you totally. And it's you also can, a very touch, I feel like it's a very cool and touchy subject. Yeah. And I'm glad you're bringing it up. But I, th I think yeah. that players know if I'm sitting on the bench, inevitably my value is going to decrease. And I have a challenge for that though. And I mean, maybe, but, go ahead. but that, go ahead. that's just my perception of it because you see so many guys playing through injury. It happens in the NFL too. They just power through because the, the end of their deals mm -hmm. approaching very quickly and they're on the field and they shouldn't be. And yeah. I'm, it's just, it's perception. I could be so mm -hmm. wrong and I know that I could be so wrong, but I, I have to imagine that that is partly motivating them when they get on the ice and they should not be on the ice. Mm. How much money did Jari cost himself by not playing well this season? And, pro, you know, and it was interesting. It was back in November, game in Montreal. He did not play well. I think they lost in overtime. And I asked him a question, and he said, well, I'm hurt. I said, what? <laughs> you guys never say that. Especially, right. He said, yeah, I'm not 100% effective right now, but I'm hurt. I'm just kind of playing through something. And then wow. I asked Mike Sullivan about that, and he was taken aback because usually Ooh. players never. That doesn't make the coach look great. And, but so, but Jari, I think, wanted people to know, hey, I'm hurt. That's why I didn't look quite as good this year. He knows it's a contract year. He's mm -hmm. 28 years old. He's been to two All-Star games. A year ago, he would have gotten paid huge money if his contract was up. This Now all of a sudden you can say, well, he can't really stay healthy. Still hasn't won a playoff series. Didn't play well last year. Mm -hmm. it's, I want, it's fascinating. I want two new goalies. Yep. I want two new goalies. Yeah. Because I don't like that from a GM standpoint, and I've GM'd a team. Okay? The Kings, <laughs> spring 2022, Woodbridge, we won our division, like yeah. D minus, whatever. It's not really GMing for anybody who's ever done that. But as you're wrangling USA hockey numbers and you're in touch with everybody and you're putting a little fun team together. But when I hear those statements, we all know, every Penguins fan out there knows that Mike Sullivan is tight-lipped about injuries. Mm. Okay? It's part of how he likes to do things. And Tristan Jari knows that damn well. I remember right. when I was on an, a tour, doing an acoustic tour around the south of the United States, and we're watching every single game from the road, tuning in from laptop. And I remember the very first time that the Penguins were carrying Jari and DeSmith. And I actually think at the time, DeSmith was the presumed likely, you know, to get the starting role if things kept going in that direction. I think Matt Murray was injured at the time. Mm. And I'm looking at these two guys. And as Jari began later on to emerge as the number one, I remember just really, really being perplexed by his manner. It was so dialed down and so calm and mm. so soft spoken if you're gonna go make a comment like i'm hurt and, and if if it was perhaps a the employing of a tactic and i'm not saying it was but if we could deduce that it was i would not like that and that's the first time i've ever thought about tristan jari in that way and i'm not here to uh, characterize him in, in any particular you know uh, broad stroke or uh, you know wide brush manner because i don't know the man but we're not talking about the man. We're talking about the player mm -hmm. and what the future of the Penguins is going to look like. We need somebody who can be on the ice and, like you said, Jordan, who, when they're hurt, you know, those are private conversations that do go down. I don't want to know. I don't need to know the, the script between he and him and the trainer, him and the coaches. That's not for me to hear. 
but that's that's hockey ops and 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 i we need somebody who can who can be in net you know 50 60 games out of the year yeah we don't need to know what conversations are being had but don't go out on the ice if you're not healthy enough to be on the ice like because that's the thing yeah coaches staff everybody players so vague when they give information about injuries we know that As but if there, we see you if we see yeah. you on the ice we're assuming that you're good to be there and you're gonna be able to play to the best of your ability yeah and you're you're a season ticket holder jordan i'm a season ticket holder like you know we're not the uh, minority owners but we're yeah but we kind of are we could be yeah we're the ones who are buying the jerseys and showing up that matters. And <laughs> screaming from the 200s you know, which is the best place to watch a really game though. for me. Yes, it does. 216. Um, but, uh, okay, we're joined today by Josh Yoey of The Athletic. Go to theathletic.com and subscribe. I can't even begin to tell you the wealth of sports journalism you will have access to, both in the print version and audio as well. There's a great uh, a bevy of podcasts available there as well. What is it, a dollar a month? We have a sale right now, yeah. For the next ten days, I think it is like oh ninety nine cents a month. Yeah, people, so. jump on it. All right, it's ridiculous. It's That's an adequate it, sale. Yeah, at, it's adequate. Yeah, that's a word for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on Twitter, Josh Yoey is uh, at Josh Yoey underscore PGH. Jordan Figio at Fidge Newton. I am Jeff Taylor at Pens Pod underscore JT, and the show is at Pens Pod. Look. We're gonna have. We're almost certainly gonna have the core with us when when the season begins again next year. Kyle Dubas all but sure. committed to it. Um, goaltending, big question as we've talked about whether the Penguins are gonna have their fourteenth pick, this first round pick or not. Big question. It's simply a pregnant moment in that way, and it's just cool to sit here with the two of you and and dream about it. <laughs> And I'm telling, it's cool to be here with you guys as well. I was here for yeah. Jordan's first uh, show as co-host. If yeah, I'm not, you were. Let me tell you, this show needed a touch of class. No offense. <laughs> hey, she I showed up. Why do you think I, oh, I gave she her a call? She walked into your house um, with beer and it's like, well, see, that's that's yeah, that's uh, Pittsburgh class. That's, that's not <laughs> that's not high class. There's, there's right. a Dave there's a Matthews song coming to mind called "Save Me." <laughs> I was like, Jordan, save me. Yeah, yeah um, I'm bringing you beer. I don't know. Yeah, she yeah. did. But I, I don't know the next two weeks. Yeah. It's gonna be fun, trust me. Oh yes. There's a lot, the free. There's gonna be free agents on July first coming to Pittsburgh, no doubt. Mm. I, there's gonna be trades. I'm, I'm telling you. There, I, I've just had too many people tell me there's gonna be some wheeling and dealing, not just with the Penguins, but around the league in general. It's gonna be a wild time. That's what I wanted to credit Berlansky with. He said, "Who's the Graves in New Jersey? First name, not Adam." It's Ryan. Ryan Graves, the defenseman. Ryan Graves. That was his sense. number one. Yeah. Uh, to to be looking at... Uh, Presuming Brian Dumoulin's yeah. gone, which I would guess that he is. Uh, they need someone to play with Latang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Patterson yeah. could be. You still need a top four left-handed guy, I think. Oh, it's going to be fun. So, yeah. Watch it all come so together. Fun. Oh, fun. oh yeah. now that the season's officially over with the yeah. Knights winning the Stanley Cup. Yes. Get the bad taste out of your mouths. Uh, yeah. We do this again soon? Yes. I, I, all you have to do is ask. Yeah. Uh, in uh, Philadelphia, in the flyers locker room i think there's a sign on uh now keith jones's desk what does it say Jordan? oh i know i think i know i know which one you're talking about i'm pretty sure it says uh let's go pens let's go pens